Welcome to the Reaching Forward podcast. Let's have church. James chapter 1 and verse 2. And what's the Reaching Forward podcast? Well, it's biblical preaching and teaching. My name is Pastor Adam Bigelow. I pastor a church in the Jacksonville, Florida area. If you're around town, uh, we'd love for you to have church with us. We're at 1857 Wells Road. We're having a drive-up service. This thing called the coronavirus has upended our regular schedule. So this Sunday at 9 a.m., 1857 Wells Road, and we're in the parking lot, 9 a.m. It's about a 30 to 40 minute service. Come and be with us. That's in Orange Park, Florida, 32073. James chapter 1 and verse 2. Let's, let's have church. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers' temptations. Let us pray. Father, thank you for this time to worship you. Have your way in this time of preaching. Speak to each heart, wherever they are, that they would draw close to you in your word, by the Spirit of God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. So there was a Spanish magician that was going to completely vanish on the count of three. So the rapt audience was watching him and he held up both hands and he said, uno, dos, and poof, there was a cloud of smoke. And he vanished without a tres. We'd like to preach on learning to count. Learning to count. Counting is an essential skill in life. We teach it to our kids at an early age. We dispute things. It causes us to understand the way the world is run. It uh, allows us to know if we can afford that latte after we come home from a hard day at work or to buy some fried chicken. Yes, I'm from the South. Counting is also an essential skill for the believer. For if not, the Bible says we're going to have some problems. You see, because it says in the Word of God, my brethren. That means that James is talking to fellow believers. He says, count it all joy when you fall into divers' temptations. Notice, he doesn't say if. He says when. So a preacher, but that's negative. Well, I'm positive that you're going to face things. The word temptations, the word divers means various. And the word temptations comes from the Greek word, meaning a putting to proof, which is what? A test or a trial. And really God will try our faith because faith untested is faith unproved. And that works from God to us, but it really works from us to God too. We need to be able to trust God to have himself prove himself to us, and he will. Well, let's look at three things. The first thing is count. Count. So this teacher was in a hallway in an old high school, and he heard this, this voice whispering, 13, 13. 13. So he's walking around and he sees a little hole in the wall, but it's only he has to bend down to look and he see he hears the voice coming from through that hole. So he bends down and he peeks his eye into that into that hole and boop. Someone pokes him in the eye. And as he stands back up, he hears that voice. And now it's saying 14 14 14 well, let's learn to count. 
And the first thing we do is we count to one, right? That's the first level. Generally, we don't start with zero. So let's count to one. And literally, let's count to one. One. If you turn in your Bibles and you'll really find the most read verse in the, in the Word of God. So we'll know it's John 3.16. No, it isn't. It's Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. Because people open up the Bible at the beginning. They don't finish, but they start right here. They don't know where to find John 3.16. I believe that's the most beloved verse in the Bible. Check it out. But the one that people read is Genesis 1, verse 1. So let's read it. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, let's count God first. And you know, when we come to the Lord, and we come to a temptation, and we come to a trial, let's put God first. Shouldn't God be, shouldn't prayer be the first resort and not the last resort? Have you ever heard someone looking for something and they say, it was the last place that I looked? Well, probably because otherwise you would have found it. But let's make God the first place we work. Look, let's make prayer the first place that we look. Let's, let's make the lifting up of our hands and trusting God. Let's count God first. One, one, Genesis chapter one, verse one, in the beginning, God. Why? Because when we put God first, we find that God, the creator, can do his job. We need to count God first so we can count God in. The Bible says in Romans chapter eight and verse 31, if God be for us, who can be against us? And it's an awesome chorus too. If we count God in Romans chapter 8 and verse 32, it said, He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Now that's some reasoning, right? Now, God, when we were sinners, sent his own son to die for us. And that's John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, God gave us his son when we didn't do anything. But the Bible says, when we believe in him, how shall he not with him? You know, there's a bonus. Have you ever bought something and it throws something in for free? And they say, but wait, there's more. The Bible says that with God, we get more. That with Jesus, there are promises of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. With Jesus, there is salvation. The Bible said in his presence is fullness of joy. Jesus adds, he uh, counts to us Blessings that you can't even understand. And the third thing, when we count, we need to count ourselves in. If we're going to count God in and count God first, why don't you count yourself in? And maybe you think that you're a nobody. Maybe you've gone through something to the effect that you think that, it, well, I, I'm nobody, preacher. You don't understand. I'm nobody. Why? Because you work at a job where you don't make much money? Let me tell you. God looks at the value of your soul, not your job, not your current relationship, and not even your sin. God looks at you. So a preacher, I'm nobody. They won't even let me lead in silent prayer at the church. Well, let me tell you, you're somebody in God. You need to count yourself in as someone that God thought was worth it. Count yourself in. Go all in. The next thing, I talked about counting. But the Bible says count it all. Count it all. 
An accountant takes an accounting of things, right? A business gives a bunch of numbers to an accountant and the accountant puts them in the right place. And maybe an accountant is used to calculate taxes like a CPA or maybe they're used to make a profit and loss statement, uh, a P&L statement that records the ups and it records the expenditures, uh, the gains and the expenditures of a business. You know that we face things in our lives. Bad things happen, but you know what? They still count. There are things that, that you face in your life. You might not understand why they happened, but you know that a lot of times adversity is a blessing, and we're going to get that in, in, in the next point. But we, need, we don't live in, in, a, in a fairy tale land with unicorns and rainbows. My daughter might be disappointed, but we don't. We face rough things, don't we? Well, the Bible says count it all. Add up the positives and subtract the negatives. Count it all. You know that I'm thankful that when we count it all, we don't have to be left out from the promises of God. You know the word of God is full of promises. How many is subject to debate? But there was a man, a school teacher from Canada named Everett R. Storms. And in a book... Uh, All the Promises of God by Herbert Lockyer. This man is accounted, Everett R. Storms, as he kept a record as of the promises of God, from God to man. As he read through the Bible, his 27th time. Okay, this man had read through the Bible several times. So it took a year and a half for Storms to complete his lists. And one of them was the promises from God to man. He recorded 7,487 promises from God to man. Again, some of them might be duplicates, but let me tell you, that's a big number. (laughs) There are a lot of promises. When we count it all, let's not forget the promises of God. Let's not forget that he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Let's not forget the fact that uh, you can read Psalm 37. If you want to check out something that's just chock full of the promises of God, I'm turning to it in my old-fashioned paper Bible right now. The Psalms are kind of in the middle of the Bible. If you open it up in the middle, you'll uh, run right in the middle of Psalms. The Bible said, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth him with his hand. I have been young, and now I'm old. Yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Isn't it a blessing? Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of give thee the desires of thine heart. Chock full of blessings. You know I like chocolate chip cookies full of chocolate chips. Chock full of chips. God's word is chock full of promises. Let me tell you, sometimes one promise is enough to carry you through the day. God's got thousands. Thousands. The Bible says in Psalm 139, how precious also are thy thoughts unto me. Oh God, how great is the sum of them. Let's count it all. Let's count it all. I say, well, preacher, I had this happen to me today. Well, you know what? I had that happen to me today too. But the Bible said, Uh, in Romans chapter 8 and verse 28, and we know that all things work together for good to them that 
love God to them who are the called according to his purpose. And the Bible says the third thing. So when we count, let's count it all. Let's not deny that bad things have happened. Let's not deny that we've faced tests and trials and tribulations. But the Bible says the third things to count, then count it all, then count it all joy. Because when I add all the good things up and subtract all the negative things, I am still in the black. You know that they call it Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving? And it's a time when retailers hope to get into the positive on a balance sheet. If you're in the negative, it's in the red, right? If you're in the positive, it's in the black. Well, you know when you count it all joy, you get into the black. When you subtract all the negatives from all the positives in Jesus Christ, you still have a positive balance. You realize, you know, I'm in this situation, but this situation is not in me. I'm in this situation, but the situation doesn't define me. I remember the time when Jesus was on in a boat with his disciples and it said that it was overflowed, overcome with waves. But you know, the boat didn't sink, did it? So a preacher, the boat sinks when it's full of water. But not if Jesus is on board. You see, if Jesus is on board, you need to realize that if God be for us, who can be against us? Throw everything else out of your life if you need to, but don't throw out Jesus. Now that sounds like a ridiculous statement, right? Count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Well, why would you do that? Because you see, God has a purpose in everything that he does in our life. We count it all joy because God has a purpose in our life. The Bible says that count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. And if you continue reading, it says knowing this. Knowing this, <laughs> that the trying of your faith worketh patience. That the trying, you know, in Romans chapter 5 and verse 2, the Bible said, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. You know that God doesn't want you to confess all your sins to him. He wants you to confess Christ. Have you ever thought about that? What if you forget a sin? You know, if you're living in sin today, why don't you confess Christ? He's the ultimate positive. He's the ultimate accounting. In him, the Bible says, dwelt the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And no man comes under the Father but by him. I just read that in the Gospel of John. Check it out. But the Bible says, by whom? By Christ also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, now listen, now listen, but we glory in tribulations also. What? Temptations, trials. Knowing. You see, James says we know something and the book of Romans says we know something. Knowing that tribulation worketh patience. So I'm going to be growing through this? Yes. And patience is going to give me an experience. It's like a ladder. 
I go through something and that gives me a little bit of patience. Man, it didn't work out, but I'm going to pray. I'm going to trust God. And then I climb up to experience. And then when it happens again, I'm like, man, I've seen this before. You know, an experienced mechanic or an experienced surgeon or an experienced uh, accountant, you want an experienced person, right? They've gone through something. They faced problems. An experienced soldier. An experience gives us hope. You know, God brought it through me one time. He'll bring it through me again. God maybe brought you through it, listen, so he could send you to someone who's not so sure God can bring him through it with that hope that maketh not ashamed because the love of God is shed abroad in your hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given to you. You see, our life isn't all about ourselves. The trial of our faith was much more precious than of gold that perisheth. Why? Because when we count it all, joy. The world sees that. And the world's looking for something. Something that's a positive in all of these crazy days that we're facing. Where are they going to find it? They're going to find it from a brother, a sister. That's counted it all joy. They've made a reckoning. They've made an accounting. And they found that Jesus Christ is still walking on the water, that Jesus in the boat makes the boat not to sink, that Jesus Christ is still risen from the dead. They sealed the tomb and they put guards at it, but the blood of Jesus Christ still cleanses sin and that tomb is still empty and God's still on the throne, seated at the right hand of the Father, that we can learn to count it all joy. Brother, sister, God's going to get you through it, but you know what? God's not going to let you go around it. He's going to take you through it. He's going to show himself faithful. And then you have a confidence in God to be able to tell someone else, you know what? God got me through it and it really isn't fun, but God won't fail you. Jesus never fails. My brethren, we need to learn to count. So we can count, so we can count it all, so we can count it all joy. God bless you is our prayer.